My name is Phil Mendoza, and this is the Championship Bowhunting Podcast, fueled by Mountain Ops. Join me as we give you bowhunting tips to help you take your preparation to the next level. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 37. Uh, Starting off this next few episodes worth of information on helping you become more prepared from a physical standpoint. I've brought on a few guests and today we're going to start with one of those guests. He's been a frequent visitor to the show. So Dan Staten is going to be our guest for the next two episodes touching on uh, all things fitness. Uh, Real quickly, though, I want to do some housekeeping issues. First off, if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, go to championshipbowhunting.com. Subscribe for the newsletter. It'll get you in for giveaways that we do once a month. Also, our February t-shirt design is up. You can get a pre-order on that as well. If you like the design, uh, save you a few bucks to do a pre-order. And lastly, uh, thank you to today's episode and show sponsor, Mountain Ops. Make sure you check out their full line of products at getmountainops.com. So that be, with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the show. So we want to welcome back Dan Staten to the show. Welcome, Dan. Hey, Phil. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Hey, so so Dan, just to uh, you know, the people out there, if you've caught any of the previous episodes, Dan's been on with us a couple times, and um, you know, I, I guess I want to start off with uh, how how was your January? <laughs> Uh, it's, yeah, it was nuts. Uh, it was straight hustle and busyness. Um, no idle hands, man. It was just, um, that's just how it is for me and my career. And I like being busy. I like having to hustle. So it's good, but it was also a blur. So yeah, man. How about you? No, it, it was good too. We, uh, you know, after ATA, um, we had a, a local trade show that we worked here, the Denver ISE show, and had a, a booth and a setup, and then uh, went out to SHOT Show for a couple of days, and just actually we did our bow tuning workshop seminar a couple of days ago, too, so it, it's been good. You know, I've been busy as well, and, and happy to be adding some new elements into uh, what we're offering at the shop and what we're doing online, so, um, but that being said, Dan, the, you know, uh, with preparation, with it, which is what the end goal is, is, is proper proper preparation here with the listeners, whether it's a bow hunter or a target archer or what have you. Fitness is a key element in what I feel to be properly prepared. Would you agree? Yeah. Yep. So with that, there you know there's there's a couple different schools of thought, and I think both have value and we're going to touch on both of those but I want to I want to get your take on um you know obviously so so going back to to ATA a little bit we got to work out you 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 uh you led a workout for us at a CrossFit gym uh Cameron Haynes was there amongst other about 25 other you know men and women or so I can't remember how many there was a lot of people in there working out that morning but Cam's known for kind of you know, being a long distance runner and also doing some stuff with some weights. But what's your take on the, on the kind of the endurance side of preparation? What do you see as valuable? What do you see as maybe a starting point for, for new beginner, for new bow hunters looking to, 
to tap into their, you know, physical side or just, you know, let's talk about endurance in general just with, with for bow hunters. Yeah, uh, so bow hunters um, are not all created equal. Everybody has to kind of start at a different point, but I think the common denominator is that everyone should start now. Um, if you don't, that's fine. I think you'll suffer more. Um, and so it's just getting the needle to move in the right direction initially. Like starting to gain your momentum and start creating these habits that you make time for physical exercise and performance nutrition and weight training. But as far as the specific topic of endurance, man, the sky's the limit. Um, obviously, when you're bow hunting, specificity-wise, you have a pack on and it weighs who knows, but nobody hunts with a pack less than 25 pounds, I would assume. Um, especially, I'm just thinking elk hunting, you have to carry game bags everywhere you go, that's where I do. You got right. to carry water and food and probably a set of rain gear if you hunt where I do and and maybe some other stuff, but no matter what I do, I can't get my backpack under 25 pounds. Now, if you're backcountry hunting, you can go upwards of 80 pounds and then somewhere in the middle of just a 40 pound three day overnight they're black um, some guys hunt out of a spike camp so there's so many like little nuances that we could go over but the theme is is the elk live the mule deer live where man doesn't so it's a safe place for them so you got to get where your quarry lives you're going to have to hike uphill downhill with weight on your back so there is no substitute for hiking with weight on your back um and when you're hunting it's sometimes it's you know oh dark 30 and you got your headlamp on and it's just a nice steady paced hike you just got to get to your glassing spot or where you want to bugle from or or you know some vantage point but then there's times where you got to make a move you got to hustle and so there's like kind of like components of interval and elk hunting and so I will tell you this, you should be prepared for any and all eventuality. So you should not specialize in one little facet of fitness that relates to hunting with a bow. And you, you got to do a little bit of everything and be prepared. So um, what I mean by that is sometimes you have a, you're hiking really fast with a lightweight pack. Sometimes you're doing a long, slow distance grind hike. You're just hiking into base camp. And so those are all different types of fitness that you need to have. Um, hey, Dan. And then yeah. I lost you for a second there, so I'm going to um, have you recap back in where you were talking about uh, a fast, quick hike and a long, slow hike, like going into base camp. Okay. You ready? Yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah, so when you're when you go hunting, you know, there's there's several different types of endurance you're going to need. You're gonna, you know, sometimes you're hiking really fast, you're covering lots of ground. You got to get where you need to get, and it's pretty fast paced hustling. There's other times where you just got a headlamp on, and it's oh dark thirty, and you're doing a long slow distance hike to get to your vantage point or get to your ridge top where you want to bugle or listen for bugles or blast from mule deer. And then you have the awesome situation where you got an animal down and you got to lift. 80 pound, 100 pound quarters, manipulate them, get your meat hung, and 
hike it all out and several trips back to your truck. Those are three different types of fitness. You need to have all those types of endurance. So you need to be able to touch on all those when you're training. So, so then just so that, I mean, I, I completely agree. And I think that this is one, one point where I would say if you, we're talking kind of the, the endurance cardiovascular kind of side of training with this. Now there's some strength elements that we're going to touch on here in a second, but Hiking, there is no substitute for real life apical hiking with the pack because you're you're basically simulating what you could be encountering in the field. So, hiking with some weight on your back, be it lighter pack, heavier pack, everything in between is kind of the most important thing to be preparing with. Absolutely, like so. Make no mistake about it. There's no substitute for weight on your back, boots on, hiking. In the story. I agree, and and even getting getting boots broken in. If you've got some some new boots, maybe a little stiffer boot or something, you know, great time to be, you know, getting those ready for the hunt, trying out a new pack, making sure it fits right, making sure that you know you you don't figure out when you've got a four to six mile hike into base camp or your spike camp, wherever you're going to be going, and you figure out that your pack doesn't fit you right, you know, because you just bought it a couple days before. So there's so many things that kind of piggyback off of that type of training that's beneficial for bow hunting um so so then let me just to just to aside from hiking what would you say that you know let's say that uh i live here in colorado you you live you know i'm I'm not exactly sure what what the region looks like there where you hunt if you can if you can get out and hike pretty easily or if you have to drive a little where uh, a little short trip to where you can hike but assuming somebody doesn't live close to any hills or, you know, they're flatlanders, maybe they're coming from the east, you know, or, or the Midwest. And would you say, what would be the substitute? So um, are, we, are we doing stairs? Are we doing uh, elliptical? Are we doing a treadmill? What, what, what would you say as a substitute or kind of a, a, a next thing to consider would be, you know, second best? Yeah. And I think you get mm-hmm. a lot of guys on this listening that are, are not out west that, dream of coming out west look forward to coming out west what do i do um depends on your age i'd say if you're over 40 and you haven't started an exercise program consult your physician we have to say that that's just part of the deal you know if you're younger than 40 which seems like there's a rising tide of young youthful backcountry wannabe bow hunters i love those guys you guys should probably look at doing some sort of cross training i didn't call it crossfit but i'll say cross training where you're constantly varying the stimulus and exposing yourself to a wide variety of different types of training so you can minimize the chinks in your armor. For example, maybe you're a beast and you can run seven-minute miles. Awesome. You need to go to the track and work on maybe some sprints, head to the pool and do swim some laps for your cardio. Um, On the other way, like some guys like me, I I like sprinting quite a bit, so I got to go towards the things that I don't enjoy or it's good at. So I got to maybe do some long, slow distance runs, some tempo runs, um, some repeats. So tempo runs is where you're working with real specific splits and you're, you know, you're maybe at a track and you're, and you're like, all right, I'm going to do three, 400 sprints with a minute rest in between. And my pace needs to stay within two seconds of this time. That's like your tempo. Repeats is like, I'm going to run 400s, which, by the way, one lap around is 400 meters. 
I'm going to go all out 400 meters. Okay, so if I get one minute, if it takes me one minute to run all the way around the track, I get one minute rest. If it takes me two minutes, I get two minute rest. Those are repeats. So your work yeah. equals your rest. Um, I know that you're going to have Ben Greenfield on. He actually lives in the same town as me. He's one of the smartest dudes I've ever met, and he can get all geeky on the heart rates. But here's what I will tell you. Interval training is king when it comes to all types of conditioning and basically dividends. So if you're going to have not much time on your hands, do interval-based training. It will allow you to be good at intervals and longer, slow-distance type stuff. So a good example of that would be like um, I have a rower or an assault bike, which is like a, a, a stationary bike with handles. Um, anything like that or a stair climber, I would go 20 seconds on as hard as you can, max effort. Rest 40 seconds or the remaining time of that minute. So work 20 seconds, rest 40 seconds. Do that for 10 rounds. It'll take you 10 minutes. When you're done, you should slide off the device and lay on the ground searching for a paramedic. But <laughs> you will have such, I don't know, I don't know how to spell this. Basically, you won't waste any time. So your time economy will be saved, and you'll have awesome endurance that will translate to other, um, basically other areas of fitness. Whereas if you just go out for a three-mile run slow pace, you'll be good at running three miles slow pace and that's it. You'll get crushed on intervals. So intervals gives you dividends for many faucets, whereas just one slow distance run doesn't really do that much for you. Um, hill running is good. You can do sprint intervals up hills. But if I were to sell anybody trying to get ready for out west, I think interval training is king and that'll dominate anything that you that you do. That'll pay huge dividends. That's the, that's the ticket, man, right there. So that, that's awesome, man, and I appreciate the the uh, info. Like I said, we we've talked a little bit and <clears throat> about, uh, you know, I understand myself, I understand my body, and and I understand my shortcomings. So getting to talk to to someone like yourself and just hearing and it's some of these things. It's like, oh yeah, I used to do that, or I've done that in the past, or I, I don't I don't do it enough. So there there may be a, a bunch of listeners out there that. They're very fit. Maybe they have a you know a program they're on, or they're working with a coach, or they're working at a gym. But then you you hear someone like yourself saying, "Hey, well, consider this, or don't work, don't forget about that." And it's like, yeah. "Oh yeah, you know that light goes on." So that's where, hey man, I, I appreciate the the info on this, and and actually this is a good spot to stop. So I'm gonna go ahead and pause or or break with this first episode, and then. Um, going to pick up on part two where we're going to get into uh, kind of the the, uh, the strength factor, if you will. So let's go ahead and take a break here. Not quite done yet, but I'll make it this last portion brief. Huge shout out and thank you to today's episode sponsor, Mountain Ops. Check out all their supplements and their Get Fitness program at GetMountainOps.com. Also, remember, we've got our iTunes giveaway and our hunting partners giveaway in which we're going to do in one uh the beginning of next week so hope you guys enjoyed the episode and we'll check you out on the next one